Powered by Tidal Health and produced by me, Tony Weig, with expertise from Dr. Chris Snyder. We present Dr. Taboo. Uh, here we go. Test, test, test. 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 Perfect. Right. All right, cool. Listen. So we have an um, interesting set of things we can talk about today. And I really don't know where to go with this, so I figured the first one we'll do is like a grab bag. Um, one of our doctors, Dr. Tammy Galloway, reached out to some of her Facebook friends. Oh, nice. And she said, you know, what sort of topics do you guys want to talk about or what do you want to hear in the podcast? And we've got some interesting solutions. Oh, pretty cool. So we'll, we'll make this sort of grab bag happen for that. We'll see how many we can get through. Here we go. Good luck. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad I'm on this side of this one today. This is going to be interesting. Well, you know, it's kind of like being a weatherman, though. You're usually half right. Correct. I mean, you can't really get it that wrong. Um, um, so here we are with the... Uh, <laughs> that's on a topic. <laughs> same intro, many different topics today. Same doctor. Three, two, one. Taboo. All right, Doc, here we are today. We've got uh, some interesting topics. And I think let's just start. I'm going to go right ahead and start. This is going to be fun. I'm going to fire these at you. I'm nervous. I want, like, we'll get through maybe six or seven in this one. And I'm going to fire them off. Don't make it too long. Just give me something short and sweet that explains it. Okay. Okay. Our first one comes uh, from Dr. Tammy Donaway's friends on Facebook. Oh, this whole list is going to come from them today. And I guess we'll start here. Why do feet stink? Um, the, you know what? This is one of those things that you're, when your kid takes their shoes off in a party, you're just like, what did I do wrong? <laughs> it's not my child. <clears throat> well, the, the good news is you probably didn't do anything, anything wrong. The bad news is it's your child. So, um, unfortunately you have to deal with it. Uh, but you know what, one of the things sweat, um, is notorious. Um, sweat is probably one of the worst and, and some people sweat more than others. That's why I say it's kind of the parent's fault because genetically you, you hand that off. Uh, somebody typically has that gene, certain glands, uh, especially sweat glands in the feet and areas have odor and, uh, you know, it's tough to get rid of. Um, but so, so uh, is it me? Is it you? Is it us? Is it our feet, or is it bacteria that's interacting with our feet? So it, it is. It's a little bit of everything. So the moisture stimulates nice, warm environments for growth of bacteria and fungus uh, that give off certain smells. But the sweatiness is the insult. Uh, the injury is your bacteria. So and that, that usually is part of the problem. So scrubbing your feet ain't going to do it, by the way. You just got to keep them dry. So wear your socks. Yeah. Socks are important. Make sure you change them. I mean, if you're wearing shoes barefooted, you might as well hang it up. It ain't getting out of that leather. Because um, once it soaks in there, buddy, you just got it. Every time your feet sweat in those shoes, you'll clear the room. Oh, man. Okay. So let's go right on to our next one. What makes up boogers? Yeah. So boogers are kind of cool, actually. Um, so so boogers, uh, y your nose is a filtration device. So it does two things. The nose has the ability to humidify air. So if you're in a non-humid environment, you get dry nose, your nose bleeds, right? Especially when you pick it. Um, so, uh, But boogers are one of those protective mechanisms. The body secretes solution, saliva, all sorts of liquid. Those come from glands in the nares, which is your nose. Um, <clears throat> those fluids collect they stick to the hair they collect bacteria they collect all sorts of wonderful dust from the environment and it's filtrating it's your first line of defense from the environment with air that comes through your nose now if you open your mouth you don't have boogers because 
the mouth is liquid always because it has salivary glands. The nose does not. So, so it's basically a vacuum cleaner for the air that goes into your lungs. Wow. So the, 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 never mind. I'm not even going to ask any more questions on that one. All right, let's go a little bit more ethereal. Do all people dream? Yeah, I think, I think uh, you know, that, that's based on the beholder. Um, <clears throat> some dreams, I think there's some reality with them. Dreaming is, is uh, usually part of the sleep um, process. So sleep deprivation, you won't dream, um, which is one of the reasons we have doctors who manage sleep medicine. Uh, we have wonderful Dr. Jacques Conaway down in Berlin. He's fantastic. Pulmonary sleep medicine uh, and his partners. Um, you know, they, they really do provide a service to help people sleep better. So if you're awakening at night, uh, you're not going to dream. REM sleep drives the dreamscape, usually after REM sleep or sometime in that period. Everybody's different. but uh, So yeah. we should be dreaming. Dreaming's yeah, normal, correct? Absolutely, yeah. And if we're not, that's when we should sort of maybe? Yeah, so personal story. I, You know, I have CPAP on my myself. I started last year. Dr. Conway prescribed it to me. One of the things I was finding is I wasn't sleeping well. And, you know, sleep deprivation is very dangerous cardiovascular-wise, uh, as we get older. So you, you want to make sure you have a good sleep pattern. If you're going to sleep for seven, eight hours, you want to make sure you get that REM sleep and get a deep sleep. Um, if you're waking up because you're a snorer, like yours truly, um, and, you know, I, I'm honest, every doctor's as human as the next. Um, you know, sleep medicine is saving my life. Uh, it's unbelievable. The first episode I had with my CPAP machine, I dreamt. Amazing. First time in ages. So, so the reality is, is if you're sleeping well, you should be dreaming at some point um, of that next visit to the Walmart or wherever your dreams take you. Excellent. Man, I kind of like this format. Yeah, me too. It's kind of fun. This is pretty cool. Okay, here's another one. Why does my nose run when I eat spicy foods? By the way, this format puts you off the hook, so just bring it there. So <laughs> one more time on that question. Why does my nose run when I eat spicy foods? Yeah, so that's kind of cool, and that gets worse as you get older, much like tearing gets worse. Um, um, you know, again, I, I think the just the, the whole mastication process, ooh, big word. Mastication. Where did you pull that from? Medicine. Okay, cool. That, that's the process of chewing, using your masseter mus your um, your uh, muscular your musculars uh, muscles in your face, your jaw. So when you when you eat, um, you secrete saliva. So again, remember I talked about the nose thing earlier. Well, guess what? Um, you also get runny noses um, with that too. As your salivary glands, you unfortunately get drier mouth the older you get. So the nose tends to kick it up a notch usually to kind of supplement it. But those fluids come from the nose to help in digestion. So it's rather normal is what you'd say. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. Uh, let's go further. Every time I eat spicy foods, and it's literally I only sweat from the neck up, and nothing else. That's the only reaction I have to peppers, Dang. jalapeno peppers. Wow. Is there any, any explanation for that? Yeah, try a hotter pepper. Maybe we'll sweat less. Okay, no, cool. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you, you did hit on something, and I want to go, at, you know, you mentioned this topic. So as you get older, your tear duct production increases unwittingly. Not so the, what happens there? Yeah, so not the duct. Um, in, in elderly, a lot of times what happens is tear ducts, they drain into your nose, by the way. So does your ears. Um, the nose is a cesspool for everything. Like I said, it's a filtration device also for air. So everything drains to the back of the nose. So 
Um, if you have increased tearing uh, when you cry, your nose runs. Um, if you have congestion in your ear, the eustachian tube will drop fluid from the middle ear into the back of your nose and you swallow it. Um, so all those elements uh, produce those fluids in your nose. So um, yes, uh, you don't get more tear ducts. Um, but what happens is you tend to have a less constrictive tear duct. So it actually drains probably a little more aggressively. Everything shrinks when we get older. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> so. I mean, th as I get older, things are... Never mind. We'll end this one here. This was great. We busted through about six or seven topics in sure. one episode. Yeah, that we, was pretty cool. We tried. We did good. Yeah. I think it was good for this first run. All right, cool. Thanks, dude. That was a great day. Good to see you again. You too. It's been a while. Uh, let's not make it too long the next time. No. You're the leader. <laughs> if you've got an idea for a great Dr. Taboo show, please shoot us an email. Please use drtaboo at titlehealth.org. And if it's yucky enough, we'll be talking about it in a future episode. Thanks again. No matter the health topic, if it makes you squirm, Dr. Snyder has likely treated it. Listen in each week as he and I tackle a new yucky topic, one that you are probably too embarrassed to ask your own doctor about.